Well, hey guys, and welcome back to the Kingdom Business Podcast. I'm really excited to bring you this week's guest. Uh, Ian Frost runs a workshop, a mechanical workshop, a pretty significant business uh, that he's built up over a long period of time. But in this episode, I really dig deep around his challenges. You know, he's done an incredible job of dealing with lots of challenges throughout his business life, both business and personal challenges. And he's got tenacity and work ethic and drive like I've probably never seen in another human being. And, uh, and so I think it's going to be great for you to kind of learn from his story and get to be part of his success and, uh, and, and be prepared because it's a little bit emotional during some of these stories. All right, let's cut to the podcast. Ian, why don't you lead off uh, and tell us a little bit about you and the business that you're running today? Oh, hello, everybody. Um, I've been in business now for it's literally, I think it's 24 years, three days ago. So uh, it's been certainly been an eventful journey. Um, I started it in 1999. I actually bought a business that wasn't really a business of somebody that was just a, a single van. It was a mobile unit. And I thought I was a business owner for quite a few years, actually, until I met Wes. And, um, and just going back that far, I actually knew Wes when he had hair, so it's that long ago. Um, so, yeah, it's been a, um, been a huge journey. It's been a long journey. We're not at the end of that road yet, but we're certainly, I think we're coming through some fog, mm. um, and we can see the light at the moment. Um, but it's just, it's just been, yeah, it's just been, it's just business. And it's it's not it's really not for the faint-hearted. It really isn't. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know you've had um, you've had some challenges along the way, and you know, and obviously I speak to thousands of people, and everybody has challenges. Um, you know, I think you know the, the thing for you that stands out for me is it's a constant. It's been a constant stream of challenges. You know. You know, some some big, some maybe not so big, whatever. But uh, you know, at the end of one, there's been another one, and um, and before we actually get into the specifics of some of those challenges, though, I really want to explore, you know, some of the thinking that you have behind that. Like, like how do you view challenges? What makes you what makes you get up every day and continually fight? I wouldn't mind just kind of unpacking that a little bit. I think it's been really, it's been, there's been a couple of things. One, my children. Um, two is something that you said many, many years ago about being on the shoulders of giants. So it's something that, that you know, as Christians and in business especially, it's not going to be easy. But the, the fact is we get to change future generations if we just dig deep. I've been very lucky to have a short period of time in the, in the military, in the UK, in the Air Force. So I certainly learned tenacity and, and, and digging deep through what they've sort of put you through there. But um, I think sometimes you, you'll go through the battles, you'll go through the valleys, and we know that scripturally, that we will constantly have these battles when we're in the valleys. But when you get a brief glimpse of the hilltop, that keeps you going. When you're at the hilltop and you can see the light and you just like, you celebrate those little wins, and then you might, you might, you know, trip, fall down the hill again and you're back in the valley for a while. But I think once you get those glimpses of the little, you know, little rays of sunshine at the top, I think that makes it all worthwhile because then you, you can just keep going because you know that sooner or later you're, you're back at the top of the hill again. You just got to try and keep up there and not lose your footing while you're up there. Yeah. 
So what are you saying to yourself internally, you know, through those times, right? Find yourself back at the bottom of the valley. What, what sort of language are you using internally that makes you not want to quit? I think I'm just constantly spurred on by the Lord because at the end of the day, he's, I've been on my knees in this place, as you know, I've been, you know, been through some right battles, but I don't know how you can do it. I don't know how you can do business if you're not a Christian because you, it's that faith. It just, it keeps you going. It absolutely keeps you going. And, and the more, I think the more that you get tested, the more that you get pushed, you just pick yourself up again. It's, it's that little song that comes to mind. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Mm. You're never going to keep me down. And you keep singing that to yourself. And you just, I mean, I've, I think I've worn most of my teeth out from grinding them and gritting them so much whilst putting a smile on every day. And it's, I think as your children grow up and you start to see that in them and you start to see, I see the tenacity now in my children. Um, and, and what better... I mean, at the end of the day, what, what better, um, it speaks volumes when your children will just do the same thing and they'll get up and they'll, you know, one of them at the moment has got three jobs. So you get to see that and they're just, you know, they're here and they're there and they're scurrying around and they're, they're like, wow, I've got this amazing opportunity here. And because they've seen you go through that. So we get that opportunity to turn around and, and guide them and hopefully set them on their way so that they can also champion their lives. That's fantastic. And I mean, I know your kids and seen them from a distance. So, I, you know, they, they've definitely got that Ian Frost stubbornness slash focus slash I'll show it slash, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, I wanted to jump in here during the podcast and let you know about Greenhouse Media. It's one of the service offerings inside the Business Greenhouse suite of services. And it's essentially we're a full service digital marketing agency. And there's a lot of agencies out there, but there's a couple of things that make us unique. The first thing is, is that I'm only interested in business results. I'm not out there trying to get people more comments, more likes, more shares. I just want to drive people results that matter. Good quality phone calls, good quality lead forms, ultimately the lead generator that helps you scale your business. The second thing that makes us unique is we're a collaborative team under one roof. So whereas in years gone by, you might have one provider for your website, one provider for SEO, one provider for Google, and then if things don't work, they all point the finger, we are all accountable and collaborative to make sure that we together work on achieving the outcomes you want. So we've got hundreds of clients and thousands of campaigns running across Australia and beyond, uh, and Jamie heads up as head of strategy that side of the business. Jamie, why don't you tell us some of the results that we've had with our clients recently? Yeah, we've taken hundreds of businesses across different industries um, through our process. Um, some standouts for me over the last 12 months. We took a plumbing company um, from one location to four locations across three states, um, all through website built by our team, Google Ads and Facebook Ads. Um, we scaled an e-commerce business. We doubled their revenue in the last 12 months and they had their best year yet. Um, we took a mechanic in Sydney from you know, very few leads to over 350 phone calls um, per month um, over six months. Um, we also work with smaller budgets, so we took a, a small carpenter in Sydney um, with only $500 a month and got them a $20,000 job in their first month of ads. So um, a lot of good results, but they're the standouts for me in the last 12 months. Some great stories. You know, ultimately we're marketers. We're not people that just put ads together. There's plenty of those, but we think like marketers to drive actual results. If I've piqued your interest, then click on the link below, head over to our page, 
uh, and there you'll find a diary. You can book a time that suits you, and Jamie and I will jump on a call with you and ascertain what are the business results you need and can we get them for you. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Uh, you mentioned, because I don't want to skip over it, you mentioned like leaning into the Lord during those times. What does that look like for you? Like practically, what does that look like for you? Well, every day, every day is my devotions in the morning. It's the first thing I do before I sort of do any. Well, as soon as I get up, I'm like praising God. Then I have my devotion time and I need that every single day. It's like a fuel for me to get, just to get me through the day. Some days are just like, wow, that was, hits me like a bolt between the eyes. Um, but the times really, it's been, it's been, and we all talk about it. It's the times when you're in the valley, when you're going to go, how am I going to do this? And you just got to lean on God. I mean, I've, I've worn my knees out. I think I've been on my knees that many times in, in this building, you know, and I've, the, the sobbing and the praying and the almost, you know, almost a nervous breakdown. Um, but my goodness, if you can just grit your teeth and just keep going and just do another hour and another hour and another day and just keep opening the doors and keep having late nights and just keep, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And it's, it's, it's funny, it's, it's a little bit of a saying, well, it wasn't really a saying, it was something that somebody said at church once, one of the pastors, and rude, but it, being from Manchester, it's right up my alley, is the fact that when you're walking through a field of cow pats, of cow dung, and you're walking forward, the natural reaction when you step in your first one is to walk backwards and wipe the muck off your shoe. So you're walking backwards to wipe it off. Well, then you take the next step and the next step, and then you step in it again, and you keep walking backwards. So instead, why don't you just walk through all the cow pats, get to the other side, and then clean your shoes off? And it was something that the pastor said. I think it was Chris Mendes from Hillsong. And it was something that it just, again, one of those amazing moments that you just put it into, into your life. and Just keep walking through the crap. Just keep going forward. Just keep going forward till you get to the other side, because then you can, you'll be able to afford a new pair of shoes by the time you get to the yeah. other side. And I think that's something that you have done incredibly well, right, is, 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 is really not look to the left and the right and not play victim and make excuses, but just keep flipping head down and grinding, which, which has worked, right? We'll come to the success in, in a little bit later. But you, you said something, you said, like, in your office there, the tears and nearly a breakdown. Mm. Um, talk, talk, talk us through that, like, like how close and, and what did you do about it? Well, the nearly the breakdown was was I just come back from the UK at the time, and we had a manager in the, in place, and we were seriously teetering on the edge of bankruptcy. Um, we'd possibly bitten off more than we could chew. We just bought the new building, the new commercial building. I was in the middle of a subdivision, I'm doing that and building a house at the same time. Um, took a stint overseas to go and spend times with um, a family member um, who wasn't very well, and my father-in-law, and. Um, the manager just just wasn't kicking goals, was sat, sat on his backside, nothing was happening. We were losing, as you know, about $60,000, $70,000 a month at the time. And we were basically put on credit watch. We were put on credit watch. The bank was pressurizing me to the tax office. We were under pressure from them as well, reporting to them. And um, it was just one, one, one night I was in here and I was just sobbing, snot, the whole works. It was just like I did not know what to do. I've got an old goosebump remembering it. Um, it was just really, really one of the toughest, darkest points of, of my days, feeling that I was going to let all my family down, my children and my wife at times in the UK. And um, 
not letting them know what I was going through. And I had nobody, nobody to talk to because nobody understands when you're in business, you don't really get to share it with anybody unless obviously, you know, um, you've got a business coach like yourself. And it was just for me, I had nowhere to turn. And it was, I think it was about two 30 in the morning AM that I just woke up and I just woke up and I just panicked. I absolutely panicked. It was like I was drowning and I just didn't know what to do. I absolutely, and I just broke down. And that was when I sent you, I sent you a message um, at that time in the morning. For me, it was just like getting off my chest and saying, I don't know what to do. I'm at breaking point. And as you know, um, the story came out that you couldn't sleep for some reason and you'd gone and messaged me back. Now, I've never known anybody be awake at that time of the, of the evening or the morning, actually, the early hours of the morning. That's a business coach for you. So the fact that you turned around and you responded to me within about 15 minutes and I couldn't believe that and that and I remember what you said it was like don't worry you'll be 100% fine and I'll call you in the morning and that for me was like that for me had 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 God all over it that to me was the Holy Spirit had prodded you for something and and you being there for me at that time probably well it did it probably saved me from probably from a pile of mess that I could have ended up in um, because I was at the lowest of the low, not having my children or my family around feeling as I was about to lose everything. Um, just having you there and, and prompted by the Holy spirit. And I actually went straight back to sleep, like instantly bang and that reassurance. And then the next day um, I didn't want, I didn't want that, you know, that sort of arms around me cuddle. I, I prefer a kick up the backside. And you did that and you were like, right, let's sell this and let's sell this and let's sell this. And what that did is I was actually, the stubbornness came in. I was like, I'm not going to sell that. I've worked too hard for that. I'm not going to sell that. So what you did is you actually gave me a big kick up the backside, which, right, stop feeling for yourself, pull your, pull your pants up and get on with it. You're a big boy. So that's what it did. And then obviously from there we went through all this sort of stuff and, and, and we built back up from there. But it was um, – that's business. You you end up in those valleys where you feel as though nobody is 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 there to help you. But we all know God is. The Holy Spirit was with me that whole time. And you know, you were prodded and prompted by the Holy Spirit as well to respond. And that was that was a lifesaver. It absolutely was. Yeah, and, and it's it's funny. I mean, we've recounted that story over the years a few times. Um uh we have to be careful though, because everybody's gonna want to expect that from now on, Ian, okay? So uh, but I like I had just flown to Hobart in Tasmania to speak at a radio station the next day and I could like it was really real for me too. Like I could take you to the, the colour of the you know the bedspread and the carpet in that hotel room and what it looked like. I could take you to that exact spot. And and I just couldn't sleep. You know, and and you know, I was just awake and I, and I was frustrated that I couldn't sleep. I was like, man, I've got a massive day tomorrow, right? There's a lot of pressure on me tomorrow with the meetings I've got and I, I couldn't sleep. And then I get that message from you. And I, you know, I, I literally spent 30 seconds thinking, okay, well, what what's the right answer here? You know, um, and I was like, you know, you just need to know that it's bad now, but it's going to be okay tomorrow. And so that's all it was, right? And um, yeah, and it was, it was an incredible part of the story, you know. You know, I think the lesson for everybody, though, is you've got to have somebody to reach out to. You know, you've got, to, you've got to be able to have that hotline to somebody, yeah. you know, yeah. somebody that you can trust and be vulnerable with, you know, because, I mean, I was never going to judge you. I knew too much of the story to know, you know, yeah. th to, to cast any kind of judgment. But, 
um, everybody needs that somebody that they can reach out to, you know, somebody that somebody that they can be honest with and things like that. And uh, yeah, that was that was definitely a moment. And um, you know, but I, but I still like, you know, you reached out to me, but you must have been yelling out to the Lord too. You must oh, have I was, been. I was, a, 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 you know, the top of my voice because it was. You don't when you're in those dark places. You don't know, and the thing is. As we all know, I mean, I'm speaking from a man's, man's um, perspective here. Most men don't share it anyway. They don't because they're just, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not in us. We don't open up. We go like, no, everything's fine. Everything's awesome. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Well, it's not. And, and this is another thing is we have to share that. And we share it with the Lord. But sometimes you just need a human being just to bounce something off just to feel, wow, somebody's actually listening. And that in business, because with business, you can't take that home with you because you don't want to take that home with you. You can't share it with, with your, you know, with your team, with your staff. You can't because they don't want to hear that. They want to know that you're in fully in control. So, so being in business is, is besides challenging, it's a, it can be a very lonely place. Yeah. M- moving on to some of the other challenges, um, like you have employed some really interesting people over the years. Um, <laughs> And yeah, yeah. Well, I'm leaving it for you to decide, to decide how, how deep you want to go. But, um, you know, I remember a time when you had a staff member that you trusted who yeah. was effectively just stealing from you and committing fraud. Um, just how do you handle that? You know, we, I, I want to get a picture here for our listeners, right? We've talked about how you handled that, you know, the, the personal stuff. What about the team member that's literally just stealing from you and ripping you off whilst trying to tell you that he's there for you? Like, how'd you handle that one? I mean, there's no book to it. So at the end of the day, if there was, I would have read it, I'm sure. Um, maybe I could write it of how not to do it. Um, I think at the end of the day, it depends on your heart as well. You've, you've got to, I believe, in all of us, we've got to have a heart. You know, there's got to be that heart. It, it, it just... It betrays God in everything that you do, and people want to see that. Having said that, then you've got to have your, your armor on when it comes to when it comes to running a business and not being too soft. Not being you can be vulnerable and firm. That's one thing I've learned over the years. Whereas I think I tended to be a little bit too. I would always take people on their positives. Um, that's there really where you need to, to be a little bit more careful when you're employing people. I think you need to do further background checks. Um, that's one thing where I haven't really done. I've tended to have two interviews with them and, and look at all their resumes and then just get them in and talk to them and, and see the good in them. Um, I think it's often, often a red flag and we tend to, well, I do anyway, we tend to um, brush that to one side if you say, oh, my previous employer was this, that, and the other. You know straight, I know these days, it's like as soon as they say that, it's like, man, you're not going to work with me like that. Mm. So I think it's just experience. Yeah. There's, I, th- I don't, is there a written way? No, but is there tests and procedures that you can put into place? 100%. And yeah. I think that's where I've certainly let myself down. I've not really set up procedures or followed them. I've turned around and, and tended to run by my heart yeah. instead of my head, instead of those those practices the the change that i've seen in you in that regard is like well matthew 10 16 says i'm sending you out as sheep amongst wolves so be gentle as a dove and as shrewd as a serpent 
And I think in your early years, you were gentle as a dove. Like, oh, yeah, you just missed the shrewd as a serpent bit. But in recent years, as you've been a lot more calculated and, you know, kind of called BS on people and, and just said, well, if you don't sit inside my system, I'm not going to employ you, be a, be a lot more calculated and a lot less heart and I want to save them and give them an opportunity. Like you, as you've actually ended up attracting better quality talent, right? So ironically, right, you know, the, the, the former way that was all Dove actually yeah. just, you know, it just attra it attracted people that could just use you and abuse you, right? Because, you know, you kind of took that approach. Whereas now, you know, you've got this great team all firing, hitting numbers, right? And, and, and your, and your process just doesn't let, you know, the, the dodgies come through. So, or you just move them on if, if, you know, you'll always have the odd person, right, that looks amazing, acts well, you employ them, and then you find out they're no good. And, and you've just become very shrewd at just saying, listen, you don't have a future here. Like, I'll help you get a job somewhere else and move them on, you know. So, um, but yeah, like, you know, I guess that, you know, the thing is like, it would have been very easy to take that personal, right, around that time. I mean, that's one of lots of challenges. The, the, the thing that I want to get at, though, is like, you know, it, it's very easy for people to quit. Um, I actually, I believe that you can't fail at business. That you, It's actually impossible to fail at business. You, you can quit, but you can't fail, right? You know, because you, you can go bankrupt. That's not, that's not failing. That's just like, okay, that business is dead. Pick another one, go again, right? So you can't actually fail at business. You can only quit. But you've had a lot of reasons to quit, and I think everybody probably has, but yours are, you know, pretty extreme. Um, I still wouldn't mind getting some handles on why you wouldn't let yourself quit. I mean, just, just a quick story on that not quitting was there was one, I've got to tell this, it's a little bit of a funny story, I'll be brief, was we'd just finished a job here, and it was, it was during the time where we were struggling for money, and we, this job had to go out. It was around about a $6,000 job. Now, at the time, that was an awful lot of money for us at that, at that particular time. I mean, it still is, but it was, it was like we were needing that money. Um, one of my staff decided that he'd take this customer's car home to wash it, um, take it down to the pressure wash at night, and then bring it um, back the next day, making sure it was all nice and clean for the customer. So he takes his car home. Um, that night, um, somebody broke into his house, stole this customer's car, drove off, and he's chasing... He knows how, how we were struggling. He's chasing those robbers down the road in his jocks. And it's, that wouldn't have been a pretty sight. But that was the dedication of my team at the time. So he's running down the road in his jocks. And we, the car disappeared, obviously. Um, and the next day, I was beside myself, not knowing what to do. And it was another one of those challenges. How do I tell the customer that, by the way, that car's been stolen? So also, we needed that cash flow. Um, Lots, lots, so much prayer, like just fully, full prayer, everything. Um, the next day, the car was found without a single scratch on it. Um, just around the corner from where, where you know, my staff member had been um, chasing. And um, they found some bullets. They found some bullets on the passenger floor of this car. So these guys were armed. There's this, this one of my staff members, I won't mention his name, chasing him down the street in his, in his undies. And they had a gun. So, I mean, that, again, is another one of those things that, that I just prayed. And, and, and by the grace of God, I've, he's pulled me out some right old scrapes because without that, without prayer, without, you know, just trusting in God, like, why are you sending me down this road again? Um, 
but it is, you know, like I was saying before, you know that when you're going down these roads, you're going to come out the other side. You just got to believe. You just got to just dig deep, grit your teeth. I mean, I, I can even show your audience my teeth are missing at the back. I think I've ground them away that much. Um, you just got to dig deep. Just dig deep and just trust God and just put the keys in the door and open up the next day. I mean, you're basically saying just show up every day. Just show up, you know. Because you, did, you, did, you didn't want to show up every day. But you just showed up every day. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's what I reckon out of all the things that I teach, like if you were to try and distill down those that create great business success and those that don't, one of the biggest unspoken elements of success is just show up every day. Right? Every day. Every day. Not to try and get through this week. I'm just gonna show up every day for this decade. Yeah. And then I'm gonna show up every day for the next decade, right? Yeah. And when you start to get a bigger horizon like that it all figures itself out because you get better. Like, like with the hiring thing, you get better. You get better at, yeah. you know, the products, you get better at business, you get better at, you know, spotting mistakes early. You just get better by showing up every day. And, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. thing that I would say to somebody based off your story is you don't have to feel it. You don't have to want to. You just have to go and show up every day. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's, you know, that's been, that's been your hallmark. You, you know, you, you, we've had this discussion. We didn't have the academic edge, right, over over everybody else. But we had work ethic, Yeah. you know, and, and just, okay, we're just going to grind it out and show up every day, you know. And, 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 I, and I'm labouring the point because there'll be people right now who are listening, right? They'll be running on a treadmill, mowing a lawn, driving a car, whatever, and, 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 they're, and they're not feeling it. And they've got a vision and they've got a business and they've got capacity to grow, but they're not feeling it and they're not showing up at 100% and, you know, and so forth. What would you say to those people that are in that position right now? They, they, could be, they could be really low, not feeling it, under a ton of pressure. What would you say to them? Just like you reached out to me that night at 2.30 in the morning, you're reaching out to them now. What would you say to them? Well, it's, it's, I'm not very good at remembering all the scriptures, but, but it's the basically get off your backside, you lazy sluggard. Mm -hmm. Or famine will come upon you. Poverty will come upon you, and it absolutely does. It's it's. I'm still. I mean, I'm I'm 56 next week, and I'm still doing 12-hour days, and I'm still doing the weekends. I even come in on a Saturday morning now, which used to be my time, and I'm just keeping up on top of my invoices. But the results are, are phenomenal compared to where they were a few years ago. So you have to keep. You you've just got to. You've got to just drown out the noise and just focus and, and just, just focus ahead because have your dream and keep that dream in your, in your soul, in your spirit and know why you're doing it. And once you know why you're doing it, for me, there was no other option because I was not going to turn around to my children ever and say, ah, I've given up. No way. No way. Because at the end of the day, I don't want them, my, my girls, to ever give up. You would have given them permission to quit on their own dreams? Yeah. No way. No way. So never quit. No such, just, just, no such word. Never give in. Just, just keep going. Love it. You said drown out the noise and focus. How? How do you drown out the noise and focus? Prioritise. At the end of the day, prioritising it's prioritizing for me has been just prioritizing the business, putting what is the most important thing that I need to do? What is going to turn, what is going to make the biggest, give it the biggest momentum? So there's all the noise, all the little things in between that we still get bogged down. I still do today. 
you know, but I'm constantly trying to put at the top of the list what is going to what is going to turn the needle the biggest, and that's one of your sayings. So it's that it's that little cogs turn big wheels. Just keep turning those little cogs. But what's going to move the needle today? What's really going to make a difference? All of the little stuff there that will be just noise around you. Um, let that go. Where do you think, with your experience, where do you think you're going to move the needle the biggest? And that's these days how I'm prioritizing. Let the noise. The noise is going to continue. It will constantly continue. But what do you need to do today to focus on, on moving that needle and moving it the most? You've had a few naysayers in your life that tried to put a pin in your dreams. Uh, how did you handle those people? <laughs> now it's totally different to how it was then because it used to really affect me. It used to hurt. Um, whereas now, it, it, I don't even listen to them anymore. I still get the naysayers now that still want to burst the balloon. Um, I'm very good at, at, at repairing punctures. So just keep putting punctures, puncture patches on your balloon. Just keep going because the naysayers will come and go. And the best, what is it? Is it Frank Sinatra that said? Um, what was that saying? Oh, dear, it's just gone now. The best form of, of not really revenge is massive success. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But be successful. Just, just be successful because that just shuts them all up. Because you're always going to get, you're going to get family, friends, and, and, and people around you, other business people around you. Um, and that tall poppy syndrome is very much prevalent here in Australia. They don't like that success. Even if, even if you're doing amazingly good things, it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll look at poking, poking a hole in whatever you want to do. But just at the end of the day, testimony from your, from your staff, from your family, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, if you can put a smile on somebody's face while you're doing it, all the naysayers will go away because you, mm-hmm. that one little smile during that day, like that, that's, that keeps you going. Uh, let's come back to present day business, right? You know, I, I, think, I, I think, you know, you, you've done a lot of things incredibly well, um, including not quitting because you've, you've had your fair share of challenges. And I think, I think the majority of people, if they hadn't quit and they managed to s- stick around as long as you have, they they would still be running a subpar business because they're half checked in, half checked out. But one of the things for you that sets you apart is the level of excellence that you run the business with, right? So, you know, the workshop, you could eat your food off it, right? Like, um, like, like, like really small details really matter to you, right? And I've been there many, many times and it presents excellence, right? The whole thing. You drive up to your workshop and it is immaculately clean. The colours are bright. The signage is good. The team are impeccably dressed, right? The cars are orderly, right? Like, and you're always investing in the workshop and making it better. And I think that's commendable because a lot of people that have been through the challenges would just be holding on. But you've just taken a different approach. It is excellent. And of course, you know, the the business results, they speak for themselves these days, right? You you know, you, 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 the business is growing and thriving and profitable. And, and I, so well done, but also like, uh, um, was it worth it? Was it worth putting up with all of that? Honestly? No, Mm. (laughs) no, because I mean, it will be in the end, but the, the challenges that you face, um, I'm still doing them to this day. Will it be worth it when I get to the end? Yeah, of course. Where's the end? I don't know at the moment, but I think, I mean, it is, it is worth it, but it's, it's not. It depends. I would not advise anybody to slog it out as much as I have done. I would advise, if you can listen to some of the things that I'm saying, is, is don't, do it, don't do it my way. 
be smarter. Like you don't have to do this hard slog. I think I'm just obviously a glutton for punishment, but it's, it's um, definitely hundred percent have a coach like yourself. I couldn't have done it without you and your team. Absolutely amazing. And what I've learned, it's funny because I've learned, you learn so much and you go through stages of putting it into, into practice. And other times you're going like, nah, I won't bother with that. When you actually do put everything into practice and you culminate it and you put it all together and you just do it, it, it just works. Like your whole team with them doing my marketing and business greenhouse and the people around you, surrounding yourself with those amazing, amazing people that have been through it as well and their stories and their testimonies like that to me is is that keeps me going mm. when you when you're around when you're around the table of so many super smart and intelligent people but they've been through the same that you have and we've shared the tears and we've shared the laughter and we've shared the successes that is is my goodness it, it, it's priceless it's 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 godsend mm. what you're doing is is like it is because yeah Without, I get a little bit emotional when I start saying this sort of stuff, but it's 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 just so needed. It is so needed because it's it's. I think to be quite honest, you and your team, you, you you you're saving lives, and marriages and 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 businesses because it's all you and uh, you and your team and your heart, and that's not me blowing blowing smoke up your backside, um, but it's it's real. It's, it's carried me through those, those dark times and, and out the other side, it's like, wow, what an amazing place this is when you, when you actually put those things into, into, into your day to day. Yeah. I've got the grit, but, but, but what I didn't have was a serpent mm-hmm. and you gave me the serpent, you and your team gave me the serpent and showed me that. So, yeah. So yeah, all, all, all gratitude to you and, and all the team. Well, we appreciate it, but you did the work. Let's not forget that. Um, your own personal growth, um, you know, if you didn't have this pressure, you wouldn't be the man you are today because you wouldn't have needed to become. Are you happy with your progress? Absolutely. A rough diamond. I think I started off as a piece of piece of rough Mancunian coal. <laughs> but um, I'm not quite polished yet. But, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get to, I get to share this with my children. Yeah. And they see that. But you get to share it. Even last night with my daughter, Chloe, we were sharing just her walk with a new business that she's just, again, she's had a door open by the grace of God. And um, just talking through those things. And it's like, she used to be, oh, my goodness, not another one of your business coaching lectures, Dad. But now it's like she's actually leaning in and going, wow, that's a, what a great point. What a great idea. Thanks for that, Dad. And she phoned me up yesterday. When she was at Office Works, I've been told to go and get this. What would you do, Dad? And that to me is like, it's awesome. So I get to, to help shape her lives and my children's lives. So that that whole of, of what I've learned is, is being passed on now generationally. Mm. And that's priceless. Yeah, so you may not be a polished diamond, but there's definitely a diamond there and it's been cut, you know, it shines pretty bright. Like I think about, you know, um, you're always looking for opportunities to serve your community. COVID hits, you look after the nurses, you give them food, you run them here, you do their cars for free. There's a there's a homeless backpack program in your area. You're like, yep, let me take it on. We're going to serve our community. Like, um, you know, like a, a, a lump of coal for Manchester is not thinking about somebody else. And through all of this, you know, like you've become incredibly selfless and you are motivated by others. It's like, 
<laughs> What's that worth? That's the best bit. Yeah. That is the best bit. That's where that puts the biggest smile on my face. Yeah. Because running a business, you can be profitable and there's nothing bad about being a profitable in business. There's nothing bad at all. So long as you're doing the right thing with it. And, and when you get those opportunities, it's just, honestly, that, that, that is definitely fuel in my tank. Yep. And you've done an incredible job. What are you looking forward to in the future? What, what does the future hold for Ian and Oztune and, and, and those sort of things? Oh, my goodness. Well, hopefully if somebody on this podcast wants to buy it off me for, for a large amount of money, that would be great because mm-hmm. um, I definitely want to definitely stay in business. I think that I'm, I'm a few more years and I'd like to hang up my boots from this. Um, definitely stay in business, but I also want to do, um, want to do some important things in the community. I want to turn around and change. I think uh, just changing people's lives. If I can move on from this where I get bigger and better opportunities at doing that, I think that's where I think it's where my heart is. Um, so, yeah, watch this space. Maybe I can come back in, on in a few years until everybody mm-hmm. have done it. Yeah. Finally, hopefully before I am. Um, I don't want to quite take it 30 years in this business, no. I think it's 24, it was 20, 24 years, maybe another three, or three, three years maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's awesome. That would be, that would be it. We spoke before about like you, you gave a word of encouragement to somebody that's struggling. What would you say to somebody that is going really well for? They're in business, they're, they're doing well, they're, you know, they're managing it, they're, they're profitable. What would you say to those people? Wow. Um, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, firstly, keep going with what you're doing because it's obviously working. Um, don't change too much. If you've got, if you're winning, don't change too much. Don't try anything radical. It's not worth just little tweaks here and there will make will make yeah. enough of a difference to keep your growth going. I think it's when you try, especially when you get outside, if you get outside sources other than business greenhouse. But um, I've been <laughs> taking down so many dead ends with, with outside sources that try and build and promote your business. And no, stay on, stay on that track. Stay on that track where you're going and just... Yeah, keep going. You're obviously if you're winning, then then yeah. And also the other thing is also to invest, invest in others, invest in your community because that's how how we can make a difference. Love it. That's so good. You know, um, yeah. I mean, I think you kept some of your answers pretty humble on here. You've you've got it. You've been able to achieve a lot more than you kind of let on, which is incredible. Um, and you know that the business is 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 really good today. And so, you know, well done, really well done. You You know, I've seen somebody that's, you know, everybody cops challenges and blows, but you've copped lots of them and it's almost one after the other. And it's sometimes, sometimes it feels like it's three on one, you know, for you. Um, But, uh, but the refining process has been incredible, you know, strip away the business and the profitability and the cash flow now. And just look at you by showing up every day, you know, you, you are, you are a shining example of God's faithfulness to somebody who shows up every day. There's no doubt about it. So, so really big, well done. Well, at the end of the day, it's all glory to the Lord because it's like I've lent on him so many times and, and absolutely without him, yeah, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have achieved half of this. Wouldn't probably be here today, but it's, it's by God's grace, really. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, you've just heard part of Ian's story. But I want to know from you, which bit jumped out? 
uh, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, if it was emotional for you to listen to for some of you. Um, obviously, a little bit emotional for Ian to recount some of it, but but as the as the recipient of some of those teachings, I just want you to kind of put in the chat for me in the comments, like what was the the one thing, the nugget, the sentence, the learning for you that jumped out from from Ian's story. You know, let's 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 see even more increase um, and even more results from Ian's faithfulness, because we can learn from what he's been through and apply it to our own life, and then he gets a multiplier effect on his increase. Ian, it's been a real pleasure for me to have this chat with you. I've wanted to for a long time because I've been part of the journey for a long time, but uh, but I praise God for you and the business that you're in, and uh, and I look forward to the next four years where you can exit and then. And then, and then really do something that you want to do. So thanks heaps for your time. God bless. Thanks, Wes. All right, that's the end of the podcast. I'll see you next week.